Welcome to the Stateside Podcast. My name is James Ian Macmillan. In the dark, dark corner is our friend and my best friend and my good pal and the producer of the show, Andrew Carry on what's up? <laughs> what's that? Oh, that was good. It's good to open the show hot, you know? Coming hot. Coming flaming hot. Coming flaming hot. Man, I'm in a mood today. I feel good. I feel good. I feel well rested. It's not true. I'm tired of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to bring it for the folks. Who knows what people are going through out there. That is something that's a, a good good way to live your life. You know, like, you don't know what people are going through. Like you, oh, yeah. There's you a, no everyone idea. has their fucking struggle. Oh, shit they're dealing with. Whether it's really small or, you know, they're fucking dying of cancer or something. You have no idea. You run to that asshole at the grocery store and you want to fucking kill him, but you don't know what he's going through. Tonight, we're drinking Rolling Rock beer. This episode is brought to you by Rolling Rock. I wish. I forgot. I like Rolling Rock. Rolling Rock. It ain't bad. Ice cold. Not too bad. It's hard to say Rolling Rock without sounding drunk. Roll. Can I get another Rolling Rock? Can I get another Rolling Rock? I'm not, bartender. I'm not drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I told you the Coors Light story. That southern boy ordered a Coors Light from me. Coors. When I worked at, when I was a bartender. He kept saying Coors Light. Yeah. Coors Light? Are you speaking? Are you what? human? Yeah. Why is that that southern accents, there's some southern accents that like are beautiful. We're just sweet molasses. She's just a southern bale. She's just a Georgia peach. Oh my just God. a southern bale. Oh, come here, honey. Oh, sugar. You just want to <laughs> nuzzle whipped in their bosoms. Slice of sugar. Slice of sugar. She's just a Georgia page. Oh, my God. I mean, that that's good. But when you're like, Coors Light, you sound like a fucking jerk-off. Have you ever spent some time in the South, Andrew? Sure haven't. <sighs> I've been to um Tennessee. Alabama. Close. Georgia. Memphis. Tennessee. Oh, you're, you're right, Tennessee. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking of Memphis. Yeah, I haven't much either. I've been to Tennessee as well, Nashville and Memphis, and that's it. I'm not, I've never even been to Texas other than, like, the airport. Oh, Texas. George Teja. W. Bush Airport? George H.W.? Sure. Yeah, Fort... De- it has, like, all those, like little, like, little weird track things that you ride from different terminals. Yeah, yeah that sounds right. Is that Fort like a, Worth, Dallas, Dallas, Fort Worth? Or is that I don't know. One? The airport's crazy. The thing about the Texas airports, they're fucking scary, man. They have those uh, the golf carts, basically. Right. They're flying, dude. They don't give a fuck. You They'll run you over, yeah, too. Exactly. They're like yelling like when they approach a corner, like, come on there. Come on there. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, they're, they're fucking cruising, man. If you fuck up, you can get ran over. Because everything in Texas is so big. Yes. Including their get the fuck out of the way. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Texas. Yeah, I've never uh, spent a lot of time in the South. Kind of always wanted to. There's there's a part of it that's sort of romantic to me, but most of it is absolute dog shit. Yeah, it kind of seems cool. Just the fucking um, how humid it gets, like that kind of like, part. That part of it. That's tough. Keep me the fuck away from that. And pretty much anywhere on the East Coast as well. Florida. Ugh. Don't need it. Ninety percent humidity or more, <laughs> and it's fucking a hundred degrees out. 
and oh, no. But what are we doing? That's a sauna. <laughs> Ugh. Just sticky. Ugh. Different kind of heat. Eight in the morning. You go to work. You just took a shower, and you're instantly gross. Just walking to your car. Nobody. Nope. 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 Well, tonight, what do we call this, Andrew? Dude's night in, right? Oh, little bat wing. We call this little dude's not in. Neil, I believe, is either still in Jamaica or just got back <laughs> and is asleep right now. He has a new life now. Who knows? Yeah, he, beer? he met some Jamaican gal right near the beach. His picture looked pretty cool. I'm sure he had a blast. Hot, hot, hot. Sounds like his bum, bum, bum. his soon-to-be brother-in-law did indeed propose to his sister. Like he was uh, sort of inappropriately talking on the podcast. That's the reveal. That's the big reveal. But yeah, yeah. So we're just chilling. You know the rules, guys. We put one out every week, do or die, whether we got a guest or not. Sipping some rolling rock. Next week's the Fourth of July week on Wednesday, which is just happens to be yours truly's birthday. Yours truly's. That's not how you talk. America's child. America's child, if you will. Yep. Yep. So Wednesday is my big thirty-five, and country's our country's birthday as well. <laughs> just happens to be. Just happens to be. So there you go. I hope everyone has good plans for the 4th. Definitely go out and do something. I have a shitload of fireworks that I need to light off. Do you that know? That I've collected over the years. Like, like yeah, This will be fun to buy. Up. Not like huge ones, but you know, like this stand. a bunch of juvenile ones that you can like hammer out the uh, safety powder. Oh, yeah. Okay, like Piccolo Pete's yeah. bombs. Fun ones. Cracklers. That have just bombs. been chilling for years? Yeah. I keep, You're like blow your face off. I keep buying more and like I never light them off. Right. So I have like a whole huge bag. Dude, bring him over to Crumb Dogs. <laughs> Throw him in his pool. Nope. <sighs> yeah, um, it's going to be good. So next week we, we have a podcast we're going to do earlier in the week. I believe on Monday, it sounds like. We're going to have a dear friend of ours, a music manager guy. Should be really fun and interesting. Yeah, and then on the 4th of July, my niece gets back in town who has been studying abroad in Italy. She's a sophomore in high school. She's been gone for an entire year. Already? Jesus. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy how fast it went, huh? Yeah. Even for me. Yeah, I mean, That's weird. talk about a culture shock, man. Like when she went there, you know, because she's, she's a kid. She's still living at home, very close to her. You know how our family is pretty close to each other. Mm-hmm. Really close to her mom and dad and her siblings. And she was like desperately homesick. When she first moved there, you know, like crying, and yeah, like really, really especially tough. that age too. It's pretty fucking early. Doesn't speak the language, yeah, as different as you can get. Um, and I told her this too when she left. I was like, "It's going to be really tough at first because I've done a ton of traveling. I haven't obviously done that. I didn't go live in a different country for an entire year, but I was gone a lot when I was young, like weeks, months at a time, multiple months at a time." And I'd get really desperately homesick. And then by the end of every trip, you're it's like Fight Club. You're just carved out of wood by the end of it. Yeah. You are a fucking traveling machine. And it becomes reversed. Now you don't want to go home. I mean, you do because you love your family and blah, 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 all that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you're, you're now this is your life. You're accustomed to that now. And for her, she's she's like 
met like lifetime friends, people from all around the world that have shared this common thing where they're all traveling to a different country for a year. So anyway, talk about a culture shock. When she comes back to America, by the way, she comes back on the 3rd of July. Yeah. Being gone from America for an entire year comes back on the 4th of July. Yeah, it's going to be as American as can be. That's right. It's going to be like, ah, fucking patriotic <laughs> overload, man. Fucking doing handstands and fucking flags. Ashley keeps saying that I should, because we're going to see her on the 4th, that I, <laughs> that I should come up wearing like an entire like Yankee doodle outfit, you know, like an American flag suit. with the, Have, have the like hat. stilts on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like holding sparklers. <laughs> it's always been like this, Lauren. You just don't remember. <laughs> Just freak her out. Oh, I'm going back to Europe. Yeah, I, I, I'm so happy she's coming back, but I'm a little, a little nervous for her. It's going to be a tough summer, I'm sure. She's going to be cruel summer, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. That song always reminds me of Karate Kid. God, I love that movie so much. So good. The original is so good. Well, I had a good weekend. My wife surprised me with a, a little getaway for, for my birthday, early birthday. Nice. And she she tortured me for an entire week leading up to it. I knew something was coming, but I didn't know what. She just kept saying, make sure you're home at this time on Friday, right? And that's all she said. So I was thinking, like, maybe she'd take me to a baseball game or something, you know, something that I would like. And then, like, a week leading up to it, she keeps messaging, uh, sending me text messages with random, like, because she knows I fucking hate the ocean. So she's like, uh, what size snorkel do you wear? I'm like, uh, right, so uh, you you said you always want to go in a shark tank, right? Like, shit like that, just freaking me out. Just fucking torturing me. And then she's like, how long can you hold your breath? I'm like, what the fuck? Why are you asking me these goddamn questions? Uh, then uh, turns out she rented us an Airbnb, which is really cool out in Olympia. It was a, like a someone's barn on their property. Yeah. Dude, this property was so fucking cool. It was a couple, who, like raised couple kids, and now they're, I don't know, in their 50s or whatever. Um, five out, acres out in the Puget Sound area. Oh, sweet. Dude, and it was like the, like a, the dream house, dream property. And then in the quarter of their property, they rent out this barn that's renovated for an Airbnb. It was, it was so fucking cool. Re- really a good time. They have this really cool dog. His name's Milo. Pretty much the cutest dog I've ever met in my entire life. Yellow Lab, who literally meets you at the gate. So you turn right on this little dirt road, and this dog just runs up to the truck. <laughs> and then Ashley's like, just follow him. Because she knew like the details from the owner. Yeah, <laughs> the the dog literally meets the guests at the front gate and trots and leads you to the barn. So you just follow him down this fucking dirt path. So fucking cool. And then uh, Tony and Jen, Tony Cornell and Jen, met us the day after, and we had a lovely time. It was a lot of fun. We got some sushi, one of the best uh, sushi meals I've ever had in my life. A place called the Sushi House. And, Sounds good. Uh, hmm. Sounds great. Sounds great. Yep. And then the next day, we just walked around. 
like like a couple of jerks. Some iced coffee. I even got an ice cream cone, Andrew. Play, even got an ice cream you cone. Play some cards, watch Top Gun. Yeah, we played some cards actually. Oh, that's right. We did play we played a game called Horseopoly. Horseopoly. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a game that was at the house. So it's Monopoly, but based in like the West, like you know, like a ranch, like the range or whatever. That's so dude, it, it was so fucking funny. So instead of like properties and you know, monopoly shit, you're buying like barns and individual horses and shit. It was so silly. We got real we played for like three hours. And like it kept crossing between like I would do like a mafia Italian Guido voice and then all of a sudden I was a rancher and like <laughs> we were just totally fucked up and Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Jen won. She won because she's a cheater. I thought you were gonna say Jewish. And she stole all of her money. Well, in a way. In a way. <laughs> I don't yeah. think I've ever finished a game of Monopoly in my life. Yeah, we had a rule we, as the movie started, it was like credits to credits, that was the end of the game. And then the movie ended, so we just started another one. Ashley and I, the day before, went and saw this place called Mima Mounds. It's like a natural um, like a nat- natural occurrence, a mystery, and they don't know what causes this thing. And it's it's like picture like a like an open valley kind of thing, like a meadow, but there's all these like mini hills in it it looks really bizarre almost like it looks like purposely built but it's been there since like forever like the ice age or whatever um but they don't know what caused it it's really it's really fucked up if you look it up it's kind of really interesting yeah let's see if it shows it yeah do that one with the path it's you know it doesn't do any injustice but and it's as far as you can see in these strange hills and they don't know what caused it Aliens, bro. What's that? Aliens. Aliens, bro. It's always aliens. Yeah, there's like hundreds of theories of what caused it. How was your weekend? Uh, it was good. Just working. Working and twerking? Twerking, twerking out there. It's hard to make money. Yep. So Andrew and I saw Brian Callen last week. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. That was super fun. Dude, he was really good. Yeah, I mean, not like a solid uh, hour. Not that I thought, thought he would do terrible, but he did better than I thought he would. Exactly. I'd say the same exact thing. I, I knew it was going to be good, but it was better than I thought. Yeah. It was more pro <laughs> and like put together. I mean, he just fucking slayed. Yeah, he's fucking hilarious, man. So goddamn funny. It. And the openers were really funny, too. You know, the, there was a local guy and then a touring opener and then Brian Callen. But... You know, both of those openers, everyone was laughing. Remember, everyone has a good time. A oh, lot for of sure. Yeah. Fun time. I mean, everyone's laughing. Yeah, he, he worked but, his way there. But then he comes out and he's just, just fucking yeah. lit the place on fire. Jesus, man. Like, oh, that's right. That's the <laughs> fucking difference. Yeah. I love that feeling. You get that when you go see really good bands, too. Those openers are like, pretty cool. And then the fucking op- the headliner comes out. Nine Inch Nails takes the stage. Yeah, they sound huge. Right. Dialed in. Yeah. I really liked his kind of, like, thread of a message, you know, the, the kind of theme of the show. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Like, to not not to classify people by their groups, you know, group identity. To really judge people by their personal, individual identity. You know what I mean? Like, it, it doesn't do you any good to just say you're a left-wing person. You're a Democrat or 
you're this or you're that. Like we're all so complex and we have so many different viewpoints and, uh, and he did it so well without being preachy, but that was like the theme through the whole show. And it was so fucking funny how he did it. I just, I really liked it. Uh, yeah. Good times. Good times right now. I'm watching the Ken Burns series, the Vietnam series. I was talking about this earlier. Um, you said you haven't watched any of that. I've seen like a little bit here and there. It's like, really good. Maybe like one episode. <laughs> so fucked, man. What a terrible war. And I just found this out the other day. My so the war I wrote this down. My so my dad was almost drafted because the war ended in nineteen seventy five and then he turned eighteen in nineteen seventy three. So he was eligible for the draft for two years. Yeah. And as he put it, he was on edge for two years, like him and his buddies. You know, Fuck. he could have been drafted into that fucking nightmare. Might not even be here today. You look at, look up the casualties of Vietnam. Most of them are 19-year-old kids, 20-year-old kids. Yeah, front lines. It's fucked, man. It's awful. Uh, I, the documentary is really good because it goes so far back, like pre-World War II even. Yeah, I love that shit. Like, um, kind of set the stage. Directed a... Fucking, I mean, off the top of my head, in The Doors, that movie. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Oliver Stone? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he did that, like, the whole docuseries. And just kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He goes way back, like. For Vietnam, you mean? Uh, for everything. The History of America, oh, I think history it's of America. or something like that. Yeah, Stefan was talking But yeah, about it's on Netflix, but it's written in great detail and it kind of goes way back, you know, to, like, right. the build up of the First World War. Yep. War. But, War. Um, but yeah, context is everything, right? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. As it it's all so unfolds. Crazy. Oh, man, each fucking Dude, decade the, has a new goddamn... Well, the thing. Vietnamese were just shit on for so long. Like They're under French rule forever, French colonial rule. You know, and then the French basically tried to do what we ended up trying to do, too. Like, assimilate the people and, you know, quote, do good for them. But it just never works, man. And meanwhile, there's a whole, like, North and South Vietnam civil war brewing up. Dude, it's so it's just chaos, and like we had no business being there, and then we got to the point where we had to be there. It's kind of like Iraq, you know. Mm-hmm. It just gets so Afghanistan even probably is more better example because we're still there now. By the way, we're still there. <laughs> yeah, of course we are. No one even talks about it. <laughs> That's so fucked. They just had like an explosion. Like fifteen Americans died last week. But no, you know, there's no like flag waving and. Bring our boys home parades. It just doesn't... Different time. Yeah, the Vietnam... It's so fucked because... The great majority of the people that fought... On the American side... Were all drafted. And... So they had to go. Unless they want to go to prison, right? And... It's easy to say, like... I wouldn't have gone then. I would have... Whatever. Deserted or gone to prison. But... Like... It's, just, it's so fucked that when these guys come back, like, they just get shit on and fucking baby killer. <laughs> like, oh, man, that would be such a bummer. You're just stinking fucking hot and watching your buddies die in the jungle for two years and you come home to people hating you. That's tough. That's tough. But, you know, we did a ton of shit, too. A lot of atrocities, man. Horrible stuff. There's, there's a name of a village... And it's like the name of, like an occurrence. What was it called? Starts with an M. And I'll look it up later and bring it up. But yeah, there's an account of a day where Americans got the go-ahead to go 
basically wipe out an entire village of people that through bad intel and bad leadership, you know, they were told that the, these were like the Viet Cong bad guys. And they were not, just simply not. Moms, grandmas, children, rice farmers. And we went and just slaughtered on an entire village. Fucking raped them and burned down. It's just like, oh, God. Horrible. Horrible. And it yeah. brings out the worst in people. And back then, you could really hide all that, and like media-wise. So you have, you have a lot more control in that aspect, and that kind of prolonged the war, right? Yeah. Before, like, crews went down there and, like, really documented it and, like, put it to the like, American yeah. people. Those journalists are heroes, too, because they're the, the first time that... There was some footage in World War II, but not, not really. And you're right. Like, there was not the 24-hour news feed. There's no, obviously, internet, social media. So these guys who got embedded and, you know, reported back on what was going on. Yeah, that was one of the first wars to have news footage coming back. Vietnam. Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was one of the first times. So Americans are seeing this shit like, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> exactly. We're fucking animals. What is going on? Yeah. But the point is, everyone's an animal in war. Mm-hmm. Not everyone, but you know, that's what it does. It makes you fucking crazy. That's why you should avoid going to war at all costs. <laughs> Especially these days, man. Technology. Oh. <sighs> I know. I don't know. You know who that guy Jocko Willink is, Andrew? You probably heard some yeah. of our podcast yeah. people talk about him. Mm-hmm. Well, so he, for those who don't know, he's an ex-Navy SEAL, black belt in jiu-jitsu, and I've read a lot of his books. Kind of a dude I look up to. But anyway, he was asked in an interview if he thought we should go to war to fight um, ISIS. It was like a year ago or whatever. You know, like, go back to Iran, start a war in Iran and, and whatever. Just basically if we should fight terrorism or however they put it. And he was just like, I don't even know what you're asking me. Are you asking? Cause when you, when you ask if we should go to war, you're saying there are going to be casualties. Not if there are thousands of people will die on our side, more on their side, always civilians die. Not if always, we always fucking miss our target. We always, you know, like, and he was just saying it so, I mean, I'm doing a terrible job of recreating what he said, but the point being, like, it's just unavoidable, you know, fucking unavoidable. Well, this has been War Talk on the Stateside Podcast. War Corner. War Corner. War Corner. On Rolling Rock. War Corner. (laughs) (laughs) You brought up the World Cup earlier. I I couldn't tell you one single country that's playing in the World Cup. I know Mexico's killing it right now. Who that's, else is playing? Um, I don't know. <laughs> England, Just, maybe? Europe? Europe. That's not a country, James. How long does it go? <laughs> You're talking the wrong fucking dude. Dude, I have no <laughs> idea either. I'd look it up, but I don't care. You could tell me any time frame. <laughs> A week, every months. four years. That's pretty cool. So you know, like when it boils down, to it like is the every last four two, years. Yeah, that's so we pretty. Know that. That's pretty awesome. Like I'll right. watch like once it gets to like the last couple games, but like that's huge. That's like the Olympics kind of shit. I'm gonna ask so you another a question. Big fucking deal. Do you know who won last time? <sighs> don't know. Don't care. Why?
Hey Siri, who won the World Cup 2014? Germany won a close game in overtime against Argentina in the finals of the FIFA World Cup on the 13th of July, 2014. The final score was 1-0. to zero. There Thanks. we go. Thanks, bitch. Germany. 1-0. to zero. That's not a score. <laughs> An entire fucking three-hour game or whatever the hell it is. Probably longer than that. 1-0, guys. Too much, man. People say baseball is boring. Come on. Come on. Don't bullshit me. Men. Saw Hereditary again last night, Andrew. It was really fucking good. Have you seen it yet? Nope. Get your dick out of your butt and go <laughs> see it. Can you imagine putting your own dick in your own butt? Oh, all the time. That'd be uh, quite the feat. That's just kind of that's what kind of well, I'm gonna start that over. That's what kind of podcast this is, guys. We talk about Vietnam and scary shit and dark shit. Yeah, just and then we talk about dicks in our own butts. Get a giant mirror, stand above it, and try and insert your own penis into your asshole. Oh, did you did you hear the the last podcast on the last left episode where they're talking about the uh, Scotland's most notorious serial killer, where he would eat fucking people? He's a cannibal too. Oh yeah. Did you say so I haven't heard that one? I don't think so. Well, <laughs> you just reminded me of that. He starts out slowly, like all mass murderers do. And one of the first things he starts to do, he realized that he gets off to dead bodies. So he would, he set up a mirror on his ceiling and then he'd lay on his bed and like pretend he was dead, but it kind of glimpse up of the mirror and jerk off to what, you know, so it looked like a fucking yeah, dead body. A corpse. Ugh, fucking gross, man. Ooh, a specific fetish. Very specific. And then he took that specificity. Rolling Rock. Rolling Rock. Rolling Rock. Rolling Rock. Specificity. Nope. Go ahead, Andrew. Say that word. Specific Ocean. So are are you going to Glassjaw? I want to. And Quicksand. Yeah, that'd be a dope-ass show. When is it again? Soon, right? (sighs) July 14th or something. Right. Yeah. That sounds fucking dope. Our good friend Dewey over at the Pure Pleasure Podcast had Daryl on just recently. Let's see here. Glassjaw, Portland. Yeah, July 14th of the Roseland Theater. Theater. Man. A couple of old guy bands, huh? <laughs> you know, I don't take insult to that. Because, like, what is new that's kicking ass? Even close, half as cool? It's all bullshit these days. I know. Nothing's fucking good. I guess I don't really care about that genre, so I'm not keeping up, but... Sure. It's pretty awful, though. Pretty awful. Let's, uh, let's talk about some news of the day. Anything cool happening in the world? Anything neat? You heard about our dog, Michael Rappaport, right? Oh, yeah, I did hear about this. <laughs> I guess he stopped some dude from opening up a plane door, but I guess uh, apparently the guy was just like had the, was just clueless overall, just trying oh. to trying to open up a t- exit door to a plane. What? While being in the midair, he thought the door was like a bathroom or some shit. Just some, I don't know exactly. Whoa! But yeah, anyways, Michael Rappaport, the actor, jumped in there. And now he's like being called a hero and stuff, being dubbed the. 
White Wesley Snipes. <laughs> That's fucking great publicity for him. Yeah. Oh, wow. So he goes, I got up out of my seat, half sleeping, with my headphones in my ear, and I put my hand on his shoulder like, what the fuck are you doing? He had two hands on the lever, Rappaport said. I said it three times loud. The second time I said it, he still had his hand on the fucking thing. I sort of pinned him against the seat. This is happening all about 45 seconds. As you may or may not have heard, unless you've been living under a fucking rock, we had an emergency situation on a flight. And how do we deal with an emergency situation on a flight? Of course, with an emergency I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast. <laughs> do you listen to his podcast? No. Yeah, me neither. He's kind of a lot. Yeah, I mean, I'll take like bits and pieces, like especially sure. like off his Instagram. Yeah, and, and him a guest on, like, The Fighter in the Cage. Yeah. I mean, that's great. New York as fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> I just fucking... He is so fucking New York. What's that? Motherfucking Vinnie Paul's dead. You know, the drummer from Pantera, like, hell yeah, and a couple other things. That's crazy. Yeah, I heard about that the other day. How old was he? He's 54. There 54. We go. He died at his Las Vegas home. Cause of death is still pending. The drummer of Pantera. That's crazy. So now him and his brother are dead. His yeah. brother was the guitar player, Dimebag Daryl or whatever, who was shot on stage. By yeah, him. that's that's fucking crazy. <laughs> by shit. a fan. God. Shot and killed by a deranged fan in 2004. Okay. Pantera was never really our thing. Did not give a shit. It was not yeah. our our crowd. That's so funny. Like when I met Draper and all those Vancouver bros, that was like their fu- that's like their deftones. You know what I mean? They're their old school band that they grew up with. And they like pretty much the same. Like they watched documentaries growing up and they wanted to be them and like that was their totally different scene. Yeah, what is Pantera? I mean I know they're metal, but are they like thrash metal? Are they in that kind of scene or they were like early kinda... stuff is faster. Mm-hmm. But like, it, some of it's like fucking tough. I even like some of it. Well, I know Walk. I know yeah. that one. You yeah. talking to me? You talking to me, boy? Walk on <laughs> home, boy. <laughs> yeah, it always sounded pretty like white it, power to me. And he is too. That guy is, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> did you know that? I did not. That's know. funny that you say that. I mean, it sounds like it. Yeah, there, there's videos of him, like in the '90s, doing the like salute thing on stage and no one, people just kind of <laughs> thought he was just being like a bro and then he does he ends up saying white power like a few years ago um he, he was doing like some small show not with pantera and he was drunk as fuck and at the end of the show everyone's like clapping and people are starting to like walk away so it's like the end the guy almost made it out then he just starts screaming white power oh, white power and everyone's like ah <laughs> there's a video of it it's fucked it's so fucked and like all his metal buddies came out and just like dude not cool like <laughs> people who grew up touring with or whatever yeah I read a really interesting article about it kind of stemmed from that video just how there there is a lot of racism that runs through that metal scene like that kind of metal you know what I mean it's really is kind of like white aggro male 
The shit. white man marches on. The white man marches on. Michael Jackson's dad is dead. Oh, shit. Oh, he looked rough. Yeah. Huh. He was kind of a piece of shit. Wasn't totally, he? right? Was he super abusive to his kids? I believe so. Yeah. Hey, if it weren't for that, then Michael Jackson would have never been who he is, okay? Old tiny dancer. Go ahead and beat your kids. Let's go take a pee-pee break. All right. Welcome back from your ceremonial pee break, assuming you went pee. For the audience at home, it could have been five seconds. For us, it was a few moments. Pause. Pause for peeing. Let's do a goddamn read, Andrew. Ooh. You know, we gotta thank our sponsors once in a while. This episode is brought to you by Revol- wow. Revival Recordings, our dear friends over at Revival Recordings. Sean and Nick, who have been on the show before and will be on again soon. Uh, they, they have a, a thing called Revival 52 going on right now. Uh, let me tell you about the most innovative approach to new music that exists today. Revival Recordings, an artist's first record label based out of North Carolina, has introduced Revival 52, a commitment to fans to release new music every Friday for all 52 weeks of 2018. From metal to pop punk to indie rock, Revival 52 will bring something new for you to enjoy every Friday. And right now, Revival is giving away a free Amazon Echo to one lucky fan once they hit 1,000 followers on the Revival 52 Spotify playlist. Just go to ffm.to backslash Revival 52 and follow the playlist to enter. Enjoy great music from your favorite new record label for free right now. Revival 52 on Spotify. That's ffm.to backslash Revival 52. Woo! Click on the link. It'll populate up to your little login thing for Spotify. Click that sucker, and you're automatically entered to win a free Amazon Echo, and you're following their playlist. Not a bad deal. Thanks, Revival. We love you. Well, this is the time in the show where we have a movie pick of the week uh bam this is not a brand new movie within the last year or so just watched it again the other night so it made me think of it I'm gonna pick Baby Driver directed by Edgar Wright the guy who did Shaun of the Dead Hot Fuzz and many other movies play that trailer Andrew There it is, folks. Baby Driver. Go watch it. Or go fuck yourself. Right, Andrew? You know, fuck yourself because you haven't seen Baby Driver. Damn. Yeah, yeah maybe a little much. Damn, son. I know. Relax. 
summertime, cruel summer. Get easy. Relax. July, dog. July. Well, it's your birthday. It's your birthday month. You got it. Speaking of July Fourth, we wrote down a couple ideas for you to to entertain yourself with the night before to really gear up. Maybe even the night of. After you've partied, you have a bunch of boozers, smoked a couple potters, <laughs> lit a couple of fireworks. Go home and watch these movies. One, The Sandlot. Ooh. There it is. The home run scene? Or home he, run he break, scene. He breaks the fucking uh, leather off the ball, whatever Ooh. the fuck it is. Dude, that scene is so... That's the, that's the suburbs. You want to know what it's like living in the suburbs? Watch that scene. God, I love that movie. Oh, my God. They have the fucking... Uh, it's like a block party. It's like the cul-de-sacs yeah. blocked off. <laughs> the kids say, nah, fuck that. We're going to go play baseball. <laughs> oh, my God. You know they make PF Flyers? That's a real brand. I know. I want to get me a pair. Too. <laughs> I told Ashley that the other day. She made fun of me. Roll your uh, pants up. Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm ready to kick some ass. I mean, pretty fitting. I think me and you could pull that shit off. Maybe we can we're, see if they want to sponsor we're, us. We're fans. <laughs> I never ended up watching Sandlot 2. Well, of course, yeah. It looks like dog shit. No. There's one and only. Baseball. One and done. Let Baseball. go. That's how Edward J. Forever. What's the black guy's name? The fucking blind dude in the movie? Um, the oh, voice of Vader. Vader. Yeah. What's that guy's name? <laughs> well, see, we just Old dudes. Podcast brain. Old dudes. I always liked how he said baseball. James Earl Jones. Thank you. God. Damn it, Andrew. And we took Alpha Brain tonight. Dude. It's slowly trickling in. Fuck my life. Are we just getting dumber? No, we're old, man. We're just old. Ay, ay, ay. So there it is, Sandlot, folks. Go check that out. Another one for you to really, really digest is Independence Day, starring <laughs> a very young Will Smith. You know, Fresh Prince himself. That movie is outrageous. Did you ever see the second one? Yeah, it's so stupid. It's yes, so it's really dumb. So stupid. It's Goddamn. like unacceptably bad. I know they they can't make like a fun bad movie. For context, like Battleship was fun, stupid movie but fun. Like you, you can get through it, right? Battleship. Never saw it. How about that? You're cool. You're cooler. <laughs> Stefan says it's one of his favorite movies. So there's that. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't recommend it, but it's it's you can get through it. It's it's fun to watch. Really? Yeah, it just doesn't seem possible. I mean, no, it's like a hard line to walk because like with these like disaster movies or like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I see what you're saying. They're fucking stupid, but they're, they're fun to watch. Yeah, they're, yeah, all, they're all, yeah. all dumb. All of them. All like, I don't know the difference between like uh, uh, it's like deep water. Was it one where it's like. The big wave hits the fucking city, and then there's the volcano one. I San Andreas? Sure. They're all the same. <laughs> volcano. Geostorm 2012. Sure. Yeah. What's the fucking difference? Somehow Manhattan is underwater. You have a fast forward to the end. Get it. The guy yeah. ends up with a girl. Great. It's just good about these days. Like, the, CJ's get, the CG is getting pretty damn good. Yeah. Where, like, the, the destruction parts look fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's, like, fun, I guess. Do you remember the... Uh, Escape from New York. Did you ever see those movies? No. Escape from L.A., Escape from New York? No. Oh. Actually, well, Escape from New York was the original one. Yeah, that was the original. Oregano. With uh, Kurt Russell. And then the 
the newer one was Escape from L.A. Escape from L.A. was just god-awful. Absolute dog shit of a movie. Super fucking funny because it was so bad. But a good idea for a story. It's like in the future, uh, Manhattan becomes like a cordoned-off prison city. So All like, right. it, basically they just put felons, like bad people on the island and then just let them go. And so people are living on the city, and, but it's like madness. Ran by gangs and like warlords and shit drug lords pretty fucking cool actually the old school fucking movie yeah that was like a 86 or some shit 87 yeah it sounds right super super cheesy really campy uh another good fourth of july flick is team america oh yeah that's solid i hadn't seen that in years america america fuck yeah aids <laughs> those oh. south park dudes man dude Trey and matt parker Unreal. Fucking winners. Do you think if they started today, they could get away with the same stuff? I'd hope so. You know what I mean? Like, it's so touchy today. Everyone's so fucking sensitive. and They got in. They got. Uh, I, think, I think they got grandfathered into. Well, sure. Yeah. Kind of eased into it. And then it was like a, you know, pretty much a cartoon show. I mean, right. it's not cartoon, but, you know. It's, it, they could like really, like, take humor much further and that kind of. Right. That's the great thing about animation. Yeah. Family Guy. Animation. The Simpsons. Dude. You know something I haven't seen in a long time is the Simpsons movie. It was actually kind of good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. No. It was better than it should have been. Uh, I could watch the South Park movie again, too. Oh, that one holds up, too. It's always fucking funny. Blame Canada. Blame Canada. (laughs) They have square wheels. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, buddy. Talking about diplomacy. (laughs) It's about... (laughs) What about Brian Adams? We've apologized on on Canada's behalf multiple times. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Uh, Another 4th of July movie, Andrew. Little flick starring Mel Gibson. Oh. Called... The Patriot. There he is. Beep, 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 beep. Beep, 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 beep. No Jews. Yeah, he got real racist there. And forgiven. Totally forgiven. Yeah. He's he's back. Daddy's daycare like seven or something. Yeah. My God. I do you do you remember Lethal Weapon very well? I just watched it actually. It's like, so good. Like four nights ago. <laughs> so fucking funny. <laughs> Stupid. You think I'm nuts? <laughs> is that the first one yeah. he's behind all What's those the, the Christmas where... tree lot <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> he does a slap does what's a the one Stooges with chair. Danny DeVito am I just making that up or not Danny uh, Joe Pesci yeah I think that's three but there's like another I don't know it starts kind of falling off then right well of course of course as sequels as often do. do yeah that's a good era for movies man some of my favorite like movies. The 80s, like the 80s? Late uh, 80s, early 90s, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, like Beverly Hills Cop. All the John Hughes movies. Breakfast Club, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ferris Bueller is my hero. He's everything I want to be in life, Andrew. Really? Everything. He's cool. He skips out and all his obligations, responsibilities for the day just to go have a fun day. He gets the girl. He drives a cool car. What's not to like? Hard to beat. It's hard to beat, man. Good lesson to be learned. Good lesson to be learned. Uh, what's another 
Those are good movies. Couple of songs. Soundgarden, Fourth of July. Classic. Every year. Born in the USA by one and only Bruce Springsteen. There's got to be more. I can't think of other songs right now. But there, there's a few for you guys to get pumped up on. Get ready for the 4th. What a strange holiday. Yeah, man. Just crank up the ACDC. Yeah, ACDC. Fucking insert a firework in your asshole. Yeah. A bottle rocket. Dude, we had... Let that s- shit rip. We had so much fun as kids growing up on the 4th. Yeah, it was fun to get that piccolo pizza nailed out the uh, safety powder. That, that, one, that one year with the big bomb, we let it W.O. Henry. Yeah, that thing uh, set off car alarms, right? Yeah, when Dylan's dad flipped out on us. Oh, Jesus. Remember when we went back to the house? I thought Dylan's dad was going to kill us. <laughs> I thought he was going to punch Michael in the face. <laughs> he took Michael's backpack off him and threw it on the ground. And Michael had a bunch of beer in the bag. Oh, shit. Like, went everywhere. We were like, jumping out the window and stuff trying to escape so our buddy tom took a a tang container it was mm-hmm. like how would you explain what you know tang the powder drink mm-hmm. and then they, then we put all the piccolo peat powder in that container and then just duct tape the shit out of it and then had a wick coming out of it and that was the bomb and it was just <laughs> so fucking dangerous man <laughs> blew a fucking crater in the asphalt Blip out houses. Oh, before 9-11. Before 9-11. I know. I know. Do, I mean, can kids still do that? I'm sure they do, right? Well, of course. Kids will like, be kids. People are fucking scared these days, man. You can't joke around with bombs. Right. <laughs> Not like you ever could. <laughs> Wait, let me rephrase that. <laughs> the good old days, Andrew, and you can joke around with bombs. Hey. All right. This is on record. <laughs> Dude, in our life... Oh, man. It's fun to fuck around with fireworks, though, for sure. In our lifetime, so much has changed. And it's fucked because you think, like, you know, you, you think of your grandparents or someone that's made it to, like, the old age of their life. And you think of all the stuff they've seen. Like, Ashley's grandma is in her late 80s. She has Alzheimer's now. She's not going to be around for much longer. But we were talking about the other day how she grew up in an era like she saw the great depression she saw pre-world war ii she remembers it man like she's been through all when cars were like kind of a luxury for most people she didn't have a tv for half of her life yeah Uh, like way back when she grew up in like the dust bowl in the midwest crazy stuff and so you think about all the stuff she's seen like commercial airlines and the internet all of that the invention of the airplane. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically. I mean, for all intents and purposes, yeah. But anyway, you just, I mean, you think when we're when we're that age, it's not different. We're going to have seen so much shit. We're one of the last generations to remember a time without the internet. Like, really, really remember a time without yeah. it. I say that to yeah. my niece and nephew, and they're like, what are you talking about, old man? <laughs> huh? <laughs> the house phone. They've had Snapchat the since there were two. Oh my god! Right? I love. Yeah, I love our childhood. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good cusp of a, of a generation. Yeah, got the cool shit. Had a Nintendo. Right. Household console. I also like that we're we're from at um, the previous century. You know what I mean? Like we're 
because we're born in the 80s mm-hmm. and we grew up in the 90s, really. So that's like when people in the turn of the century, they were from the 1800s. You know, like people that died in the 30s or 40s or even the 50s, they were born in the 1800s. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Does yeah. that make sense? Like yeah. 1890s, 1880s. And so we're those guys now. So years from now, they'll look at when people like us were born our generation like, what? In the year 2000. In the year 2000. In the year 2000. Dude, Conor O'Brien's still really funny. Oh, yeah. He's great, man. I'm st- I'll am never get over the fact that he didn't get The Tonight Show. Sucks. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy Fallon's pretty funny now. I kind of hated him when he first got it, but now it kind of makes sense. But yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm ride or die with Conan, bro. Coco, Coco. It's too bad he didn't get the gig. I love when he went nuts after all that happened. He just fucking like grew out a beard, went on <laughs> tour and did stand up. Played guitar, had like a band and shit. Yeah, exactly. Yep, 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 yep. So next week, we got a, a band manager, a guy from a company called Scarum Scarum Management. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Manages a few bands. He is a cool dude, and I think I think he's gonna have a lot of cool shit for y'all if you're interested in the music industry and behind the scenes. Summertime, man. We're getting there. Woo! It was fucking hot the other day, man. Like 90 degrees out here. Up in this bitch. Up in this bitch. Just the beginning. I think I had my notes. I think that's all I wanted to say. Oh, fuck it, I guess it is. Uh, well, let's close this thing out. What do you say, Andrew? Woo hoo! As usual, go ahead and subscribe to the show, rate and review, share it with your friends, talk about it. Word of mouth is how we get this movement started, and uh, we're gonna keep doing it every week. Yeah, let me know what you guys think because. You know, we just want to keep doing this every week. And sometimes we just show up and we just start jibber-jabbing into the mic, into the microphone. Um, And I know some people like when we're just casual and we're talking. And some people like when we have focused episodes and more formatted or whatever. But I kind of like both. So I think for now we're just going to hop between both. And Andrew and I have been talking a lot about having multiple different versions of what we want to do. Yeah. Right, Drew? Geo. Geo. Let's get the hell out of here. Let's let these people go. Done so. We love you all. You can find me at James Ian MacMillan or at StatesideMGMT. Stateside.com. StatesideMGMT.com. Where can they find you, Drewski? Don't mind if I drew. Instagram. Instagram handle in the West. Uh, Neil, I believe, will be back next week with us for, for the episode with... Um, with our guest. So yeah, I think that's all we got. We love you. We will check in with you next week. Bye. Later. Oh,